1: Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma lewis I'm here with my special guest, Brad Campbell. Welcome.
0: Hi, Melissa. Thanks for having me.
1: Now you have the company, The Selling Factory. So for those who are out there listening to us today, what exactly is that?
0: The Selling Factory is an outsourced fractional sales company where we use elite college students and employ elite college students from top universities that work in a uh, sales development or sales role to help B2B companies or B2C companies grow their business.
1: Okay, that's very easily put. So general terms for those who are not in entrepreneurship, that would be, we have salespeople working for us to get us more sales.
0: Correct. <laughs> that, <laughs> you said it much shorter than I did.
1: <laughs> oh, no, no. I want you to have all the technical stuff and I'll, I'll do all the little stuff. There we go. So you have a lot of the services that you do. and I've been going through your site. I mean, you have your on-demand end-to-end sales. Now, end-to-end sales to me would be from I'm your salesperson I'm going to you, now I close the deal. Not so much as, okay, I'm bringing you to my next department head for them to close the deal.
0: Correct. So with, with end-to-end sales, <clears throat> that is the a scenario where, where we are handling the entire sales process for a company. So as an example, a small manufacturer of some product may or may not have a sales team and they do want to try to sell their products to customers. Uh, say it's to retailers or dealers or brick-and-mortar uh, stores that want to carry their products. End-to-end sales is everything from us generating lists of potential opportunities for for our clients, uh, reaching out on behalf of our clients, and then negotiating deals and closing deals for our clients to help them grow.
1: And as a business owner, that is a valuable service.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it is.
1: I can't need to tell you, even when you have a sales department, how hard it is sometimes to get them to click to go to the businesses or the clients or what you're trying to get them to do.
0: Absolutely. And, and, and today's buyer is is incredibly savvy and knows pretty much, I would say, half, maybe 75 percent of what you have to offer, even before you make a connection with them. So it's, it's certainly nowadays we have to be expert communicators, transparent, empathetic, get to the point. And uh, that's, that's where selling has certainly changed over the last 20 years that I've been involved in sales.
1: I was going to ask how long you been, have been doing this because this isn't something that you start overnight.
0: <laughs> well, the, the, the selling factory itself, we're about to uh, celebrate our fifth birthday, which is very oh. exciting Prior to that, I spent 15 years in the energy business, Uh, ran a very large sales team as the vice president of sales, where we had 80 to 100 uh, sales representatives at any given time. Uh, Prior to college, I've loved sales. I grew up in retail sales. sales, And when I was a kid, I was selling to neighbors in my neighborhood, landscaping services, dog walking, car washing. So I've always been obsessed with sales.
1: And doing sales. You, you have the ones that if you're approaching a business entrepreneur, you do not want to come off as a used car salesman. And I say that very loving and empathetically because we're teaching our 25-year-olds to sell people that are our age. You don't want to be the pushy, you have to buy this because it's a off.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, that, that that's to the core of what we teach at The Selling Factory and our, and our students that we have on our team is if, if you have to talk somebody into buying from you, if you have to trick them into buying from you, you're probably not selling a very good product or service and you should probably look for another job. Uh, you know, we, 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 really, we really teach our students <clears throat> how to be transparent very uh, much to the point uh listening and being consultative and that's where really sales has come again as i mentioned earlier with the with so much information available um the salesperson doesn't hold all the cards like they used two decades ago mm-hmm. so really you're, you're 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 coming to help them and and very quickly hopefully finding out if you're a good fit or you're not a good fit and if you're not a good fit for that customer then move on because uh you don't want to sell them something that they don't want that never turns out good
1: right and you if they need time to process or think about it, don't call them or text them or email them every 15 minutes for two weeks.
0: Yeah, desperation is not attractive. <laughs> and you can you can smell desperation a mile away. And it, it and so certainly being confident that what you have to offer is going to uh, make their life better in some capacity. They're gonna save money or be able to move faster or make more money, whatever it is. Uh, so yes, uh, we, we, we wanna make sure that If you're going to be reaching out over and over again, you better be coming with new information and have a reason to bug them again about their decision.
1: Yeah. You don't want to keep telling them the same information. I've I've been working with a sales rep for another company that I may or may not be interested in working with. And getting the same information every day for two weeks, every 15 minutes, it's very annoying. It has led to I don't want to work with them because they're annoying. <laughs> so,
0: <laughs> Yeah, exactly. My first my first sales interaction when I was in a professional environment in the energy business, I think I was 22 years old. And the first prospect I had, I remember to this day, it was a barbecue restaurant that we were selling natural gas to. And I was so excited that the owner would, would, would take a proposal from me. And I called this owner every day for about a week and a half. And he finally yelled at me and said, you need to find some more prospects. I'm sick and tired of you calling me. I will never switch to your company. (laughs) So that was a huge learning experience for me early on that just bugging somebody every day or constantly is not going to make that process go faster.
1: No, it does not. Uh, There's an art to it. If you're calling to see where they're at or if you have more information, if you're doing a different product, That's one thing. If you're giving the same information every day and hoping to get an answer, (laughs) it's never good. Exactly. So you have been doing this for a long time. So what is the first step for a business to get a hold of you?
0: So we have multiple ways businesses can get a hold of us. They can go to our website and we have a form fill there to set up a meeting with myself. Uh, We also are very active on LinkedIn. Uh, at the selling factory. And, uh, and of course, email, phone, we have multiple touch points, but definitely our website's probably the best place to start. We just launched our new website actually about a month ago. And, and so uh, we're very excited about it. It's been, it's been converting very well. So uh, happy, to, happy to take a meeting with anybody if it's just having a conversation with an entrepreneur about their business, or it could be a very large company that's looking to expand their sales force or replicate their sales force. Um, I just, I love talking to uh, fellow entrepreneurs.
1: Well, this is, this is what the show is for It's connecting businesses with entrepreneurs and giving entrepreneurs a light bulb of where they need to take their business. Because if you don't know what you don't know, this That's is right. This That's is right. Four of some of these podcasts. It's, you don't know these services are out there. I didn't know until Couple of days ago, this service was out here. So if I don't know, I can't articulate to another company. However, if I say, "Okay, I'm learning this on my podcast," here's the podcast. Now it's there, and it's information for everyone.
0: Yes, one hundred percent. And just and and being able to learn from others, the more. The more entrepreneurs you speak with and the, the more entrepreneurs in your network, I've certainly being a, this is the first business I've ever owned. I've always been an employee and now I'm a co, uh, co, co-founder and partner in this business. It's amazing how much you can learn from other entrepreneurs, whether they have a small business or a large business. Mm-hmm. And some of the, some of the mistakes, I, I feel fortunate that this company was started when I was, uh, I think I was 39 years old when I started this company. So we see that a lot with young entrepreneurs, even coming out of school, because being a, being an entrepreneur is like being a rock star back in the 80s and the, maybe the 90s. That, that's really cool to be an entrepreneur now. And so I really am thankful of the, the 15 years of, almost 20 years of experience I had working for a successful company, which I think has certainly led to a lot of the success that we've had now, because I saw a lot of the mistakes that were made early on growing too fast, spending too much money, not being focused. I mean, there's a lot to it, as you know, be, being an entrepreneur and, and you have to make sure that uh, there is. You're, you're navigating that.
1: I mean, my business plan when we started went from five pages to 120 <laughs> because I started breaking down where am I spending money? Where do I need to spend money? Where do I see profits coming from? There's a lot into the business plan that you have to break down. It's not an easy road, but you can learn from other businesses like Tesla. Tesla was almost bankrupt at one time. And, you know, that whole story is on there. Don't do this, but yes, you want to do this. You know, you see the successful businesses and you model parts of your business from the successful models that work. And then you check out everything that didn't work for them or tweak it to make it work for you.
0: Yep, absolutely.
1: So, uh, okay. You also have your blog on here. I'm just going to go through this real quick. And you have a lot of information for entrepreneurs on here. It's not just, well, as entrepreneurs, but also salespeople. So they know what to do to teach them. Is that something that you see a need for? put on there for a free service or is this something that you know I'm bored I need to uh, have another avenue
0: well our our blog has grown exponentially and uh, I I write for our blog Uh, my, my, my business partners write for our blog but the most incredible thing that we found is that because we have so many students working for us, I mean, we've, we have about 75 students working for our company right now. <clears throat> and we'll probably, have, we'll probably hire 200 students over the course of this year. What, what we have found is they are content engines and there's so much amazing content that they have come up with. They're writing blogs. They're giving a, a very unique perspective as a Generation Z. 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old starting to experience sales, starting to experience, uh, maybe this might be the first time getting a real, uh, I shouldn't say a real job, maybe a professional job or a job in the, in the field of sales. And getting their unique insights is, is so um, motivating and, and helpful for others because there's millions of students graduating college every year. Uh, and so having, having information out there that not only helps at a professional level, but also on a personal level has really been the new content driver for our blog. And, and, and so we we've, every time I see a blog come out from our team, I I can't wait to read it and share it on LinkedIn and let everybody else, uh, read it because we're so proud of our students and what they're able to accomplish.
1: That's awesome that you promote your students this way. If they're not just crew, they're not just a team member. You're taking them as students. You recognize they are students and they're learning, but you're also learning from them because they're in college. They're in the field to learn and share their knowledge.
0: Well, and what they're learning too is, I mean, in school, and and, and we specifically, uh, we're, we're located in Gainesville, Florida. So the majority, the vast majority of our students are University of Florida students. So University of Florida is an extremely highly ranked public school flagship university in the state of Florida. So the education that they're getting is unbelievable. Uh, They learn a a ton of theory and analysis and and do amazing uh, work there. However, when they add the selling factory component to what they're doing, they're actually interacting with real clients that have real business needs. And that is such a leg up that they have when they go to the recruiting fairs and the career fairs and meet with all these giant companies that are trying to recruit them out of the University of Florida. They can say, I know what it's like to make a cold call. I know what it's like to talk to a decision maker. I know what it's like to close a deal for a business that has real revenue customer expectations for growth. And that we, we, we often say that puts their resume in the good pile for those interviews and not just the general pile by having that differentiator of experience for themselves. And we've had students go, gosh, work for, go to Oracle and go to Facebook and go to CDW and Chewy and these gigantic companies and we stay in touch with them, we're we very close with our students and, and they are the heart and soul of our company and and we hear back from them and say, "My gosh, everything that I did at the selling factory I'm doing now at Oracle or I'm doing now at CDW, and it's they're they're performing at such a high level these companies because they had that maybe two semesters of experience at the selling factory to do that
1: that is wonderful this is a wonderful education to work program
0: yeah, it's like an apprenticeship in a sense
1: yeah i you know, I'm I'm thinking, you know, you're working with college grads, but you're actually working with apprentices, giving them the knowledge. So it's not just helping B2B or B2C. You're actually helping the students get a better career from the get-go.
0: Yeah, we we have two, we have two customers. We have the client, the business that pays us money to do very important work for them. Mm-hmm. And then we have the students that work for us and we realize that we have to provide an amazing experience for both of those populations, both our clients and our students. And th- those two populations come together at the selling factory. And so we, we, we definitely think of it in, in those terms.
1: I wish more companies did what you're doing in that <laughs> aspect. Really, it, just to look at your employees, your students as they have to be able to grow. They're not going to be here forever, but we want them to succeed as in their field versus, oh, they're an employee. They can do this nine to five and I don't have to interact with them.
0: (laughs) Well, We we realized that we're going to have turnover because our students graduate and they, they fly away and they go to a, to another company. Some stay with us, thankfully, <laughs> but, but most of them are going to move on to another career. But we we don't try to fight turnover or, 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 or spend tons of the money to reduce turnover. We just embrace turnover. And we realize that, look, we're going to have students almost as a, as a college athletic program, where you have students coming onto a team for three or four years and then leaving the team. It's a constant revolving door of talent that's coming through. But what we want to make sure is the time that they're spending with us, the very valuable 10, 12 or 15 hours a week that they spend with us is, is meaningful. And they realize that not only are they getting a paycheck for, for doing the work, but they're just they're learning so much while they're doing it.
1: That in itself is a valuable service. You should be working with more of the schools for uh, expanding into other schools and working with a um, like we're doing on communication via other states with technology, outsourcing technology.
0: (laughs) Yes, yes. And and it's, we used to be pre, pre pandemic, we Mm -hmm. were 100% in person. So we didn't have any remote capabilities. And then in March of 2020, when the whole world went virtual, our entire company went virtual. And we had all of our students were working. I think at the time we had probably 40 or 45 students. Uh, they were all working from their dorm room, from their apartment, from their fraternity or sorority house or home if they moved back home with, their, with maybe their parents or a family member. And because of the, what's ha- what happened with technology really fast-tracked the ability for them to do their job, they can make their calls, they can do their research, they can interact with prospects sitting at home working, working uh, out of their bedroom or their living room. And now that we are uh, coming, now, now that we're starting to bring students safely back into the office, we're finding that a hybrid is probably where it's going to be going forward. And, and to your point, from an expansion standpoint, what that's now opened up is, we've always had dreams of expanding to other, taking this model to other top universities across the country. Mm-hmm. But what this has allowed us to do now is instead of having to build out a large brick and mortar location and take on the expenses of doing that at the onset of entering a new campus area, we can actually start out in a remote capacity. We can still build our brand in the in the in the university that we're in, the university town that we're in, we can still recruit and hire and train and manage our teams virtually. And then once we get to the point where we have enough students on our roster, so to speak, at that university, then we could look to actually build out the in person experience, which we still think is extremely valuable. I mean, coming in person is extremely valuable The the coaching, the interactions, the cl- and and the friendships that they make with others that they otherwise would never have met, mm-hmm. that only happened. That only happens in person. However, the the ability to work remotely and the technology that's that's available now has certainly given us way more options for our expansion down the line.
1: Yeah, 2020 has either sank your business or made expansion possible. And a lot of business was we're seeing expanding because they found this technology that we have today. Hey, I can now take my little company that's based in Nowheresville and I can reach Nowheresville in another state, you know. Mm -hmm. So in that aspect, it was great. But at the same time, there's still you need the human connection.
0: Yes. Yes, absolutely. And that's why we've uh, why we're our our location in Gainesville is only three blocks from the College of Business. So uh, it's very convenient for our students, for them to it's very close to their apartments, to the college colleges they're going to, to where they can come in and work two, three, four hours at a time, go back to class, go home, go study, whatever it is they do outside of their time here. Uh, But we want to make sure it's very convenient for our students. So it's helpful being right next to the university.
1: This is a very good thing. I, I can't see anything fault you for anything because this is a very good <laughs> thing that more companies than need to do. They need to tap into the, today's next generation for the education. And the best way to do that is to work with colleges.
0: Yes, I, and, and, and what we've seen too uh, is that Students nowadays, of course, they're extremely tech savvy. Um, they, they've lived on their phones and their, and their laptops since they, as long as they can remember. Uh, what we found, though, is that treating them just like you would treat anybody else in terms of a full-time employee is extremely valuable to them because they're they want they're very competitive and they want to know how they can get better. Mm-hmm. So, so I, you used to hear a lot of the talk of, oh, you know, I, we joke, kids these days. You say, oh, kids these days. Well, we are very excited for the future because the students that we see, they, are, they work incredibly hard. They want to learn. And having managed call centers in the past, the big difference with our students is they're actually asking to get on the phone. They're saying, when is the next call campaign coming? When can I get on the phone? I want to get on the phone. And gosh, spending 15 years in the call center world, uh, not working with students, working with more full-time, uh, older professionals, it's usually, come on, you got to get on the phone. But mm-hmm. with our students, is it's it's when can I get on the phone, which makes a huge difference for our clients that are, <clears throat> that are struggling with internal sales teams that they have and motivating them, uh, mm-hmm. but realizing that by working with our teams, you're working with individuals that want to learn and want to do the work. And it's very hard work to do, as you know.
1: Yes, it is working in a call center, doing cold calls. That is very hard, especially when it's not your mindset. Correct. And then, you know, teaching someone to do that when that's not really their passion is like pulling teeth. (laughs) So.
0: <laughs> yeah, most, most, most individuals don't graduate high school and go to college and say that my dream is to be a full-time call center representative. That's usually not the case. However, that's very often the case that they have to start their career if mm-hmm. they're looking to move up. And, and, and a, an entry point into a lot of companies is the sales department, whether it's a sales development role, business development role, lead generator, whatever it might be, whatever you call it, based on the industry, those frontline sales professionals oftentimes are the entry points for these companies. So um, whether our students go into sales or not, and, and many of them will not go into sales, but just having that experience of being able to communicate confidently to people you don't know is gonna help them regardless of their, uh, their career path that they take.
1: Okay, so we have a couple different avenues to go here. If a student wants to apply to your program to work with you as an apprentice or an employee, how do they do that?
0: So when you go to thesellingfactory.com, there's two routes you can take. You can, if you're a student, there's a page for our student side. And then if you're a company interested in learning more, then there's a company side as well. But we have a full, uh, uh, there's an application process on our website that you go through. And we have uh, three individuals at our company that will go through the interviewing and recruiting of all of our students. And, um, and we're recruiting year round. It's so this isn't, this isn't just a summer internship program. We operate uh, all throughout the year. So spring, summer and fall semesters, uh, we are active and, and always uh, looking to recruit talent.
1: Awesome. And of course you just answered the question of how businesses could fill out the form as well. Now, what I haven't heard is, do you cold call businesses to become clients?
0: <laughs> That's a great question. I get that a lot, actually. Does a selling factory actually, uh, you know, eat its own food, so to speak? <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, so we, we do not, we're very, we're very blessed that we haven't had to engage in a lot of outbound cold calling on behalf of uh, finding prospects for our business. We have a, a very, an amazing marketing team. We, uh, we, that drives in opportunities uh, through the content that we post, uh, through the SEO, uh, through, our, through our website. We are, we're active on LinkedIn, which drives in a lot of business. So we, we really are, are mainly inbound or referral-based uh, with, uh, with companies that are interested in utilizing our, our services that we have here. Um, I, I handle the majority of the sales interactions with potential clients that are coming on board and uh, we're also very methodical about how we grow. We're not unlike a, say, a software company where you could go from 1,000 customers to 10,000 customers in a span of a month or two. Uh, that's not us. So we, we're, we're, very, uh, we're very thorough when we're working with our prospects. We might bring on one, two, maybe three clients per month um, mm-hmm. because we want to make sure that we're giving the attention to each of our clients needed. Um, and then so it's like building blocks that we're just, we're just growing from there.
1: That is awesome. We are almost out of time. So one more time in case someone has not heard how to get a hold of you, even though we said it like six times, throughout <laughs> the show, where can our listeners find you?
0: Sure. Uh, thank you. So they can go to our website, which is thesellingfactory.com. Uh, there's plenty of contact links there for us, uh, mm-hmm. for them. Uh, they can book a meeting uh, with me if they like there, and if they're a student, they can also go through the application process. Also on uh, LinkedIn and uh, Facebook and Instagram, um, and now TikTok. We uh, we all have we have pages on all of our uh, and profiles on all of the social media outlets as well.
1: Awesome! I think you're the first business that has openly admitted they're on TikTok. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, remember. We we have 80 students <laughs> that work for us. So if you think, I mean, our business, more business stuff is on the LinkedIn side and on our website, Instagram, TikTok, that's more towards our students, <laughs> geared, t- targeted towards our students.
1: I get it. But, you know, it works. Sometimes just having a student be your social media influencer for your business generates leads that you wouldn't normally have because it's TikTok. <laughs>
0: Yeah, we we just started, uh, our our marketing manager, uh, she just started uh, developing and working with our team members, again, our students to start to put out some really great uh, videos on TikTok and then share it on Instagram. So definitely worth checking them out. They're very funny.
1: (laughs) I can't wait to see that because my (laughs) assistant last night, she's like, why don't you have a TikTok? I'm like, (laughs) uh, I do, but I don't know how to use it. so yeah we're going through the whole tiktok thing right now so thank you for bringing that up because that just made my day (laughs) good for all of our entrepreneurs out there please connect with this company it's something that all companies can benefit from or students can benefit from and thank you so much for being on the show today
0: thank you so much for having me
1: and we're out. Thank you so much for yeah, me. that was great. This was fun. I mean, awesome. you taught taught me a lot of things. <laughs> um, you might want to make a note for your clients or your students. I do not only run this uh, podcast, but I also own a magazine that we oh. run ads for companies. Okay, so if they need another avenue, and I just small, I'm just. 180,000 copies every month, but it's smaller and it's growing. It's just for entrepreneurs, so if they want another marketing avenue, it's there.
0: Awesome, yeah, that would be great.
1: And I keep Good. it cheap because you know I work with a lot of smaller businesses.
0: hmm Understood. Uh, fantastic. Well, uh, yeah, this was awesome. Thanks again. This was uh, great. I hope we can stay in touch
1: we will definitely do that because I'm looking at your company for as soon as I get started, I will need help. <laughs> there we
0: go. <laughs> well, we are here to help. Even yeah. if it's not a, even if it's uh, not one of our teams, we're happy to just brainstorm and, and help fellow entrepreneurs. <laughs> oh,
1: I'm, I'm moving in from private contracts to store contracts. I'm like, I'm lost now.
0: <laughs>
1: so as soon as I get set up, I'm all be i very
0: good client (laughs) excellent thank you very
1: much and i'll have the links to you in a couple days
0: thank you have a wonderful weekend Bye.
1: what's so special about hero bread soft fluffy and delicious breads buns and tortillas these ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health shop now at hero.co